Hello, BrainTap Nation. This is Dr. Patrick Porter, and I'm here to bring you a special guest here today. I met him at a conference in California, and we were talking about, hey, I need some sessions on Yoga Nidra. And Ray Schloss said, hey, man, raised his hand and said, I can do that. I've been doing it for my friends, and let's, let's record them. And I know that people have been raving about using them on the platform. And we're here to tell you a little bit about Ray and what he's up to, and also encourage you to head on over to that BrainTap app. If you don't have it already, Start your 14-day trial. You get access to Ray's sessions, and you can learn more about him there. But, Ray, welcome to the podcast. Dr. Porter, thank you so much. I'm absolutely thrilled to have the opportunity to talk with you in BrainTap Nation today. Thank you. That's great. Well, tell us a little bit about your journey, because you're an athlete, you're a yogi, you're, you know, what I was amazed at was you're actually able to function without uh, going on social media. I think, congratulations. Yeah. Um, people get upset with me, but I have staff members that do that. So, so, so that's, yeah. Yeah, I, I, tell me a little bit about your journey and what got you into doing yoga and uh, from being an athlete to getting into yoga and doing these meditations. Okay. I'm going to try to give you the reader's digest, Dr. Porter, but um, I was a, uh, an endurance athlete for 35 years. And, but I was also really kind of addicted to racquetball. Racquetball was the proverbial needle in my arm, right? Loved it. And uh, played like probably five days a week. So there was a point when I was in my very late forties where um, I was training for a half Ironman. I went to a spin class after racquetball one morning and uh, there was this gentleman who was the instructor who was in unbelievable shape. And he was easily in his mid-50s, probably like 8% body fat. So I went up to him after the class. And I'm like, oh, hey, I see you've got this Iron Man tattoo and an Iron Man gym bag. And, you know, I'm assuming you're not a poser. So uh, you've had to have done some. And what, a, you know, is you're, you're in unbelievable shape. Is this all from triathlon? And he goes, oh, no, no. Uh, he goes, of course, triathlon helps, but um, this is from yoga. Do you do yoga? And I was like, excuse me? And he goes, no, do you do yoga? And uh, he goes, yeah, my wife and I are yoga instructors. And I was like, no, I, I, I don't do yoga. In fact, I don't even stretch. Uh, and, and he goes, so wait, you're a triathlete and you don't even, I was like, no, I hate it. I don't even stretch. And he goes, well, you know, you're going to want to get your body limber as you tip the 50 scale here, right? So, um, and this was about, this was like 10 years ago that this happened. So um, I was playing rack. I, I got right on that, Dr. Porter. I was like, I got to take this advice. Nine months later, I'm playing racquetball. I go to hit the serve and strain every muscle from my, from my, from shoulder to shoulder. So my chest, I, I could hardly breathe. And in that moment, I was like, I need to get limber. So I started doing yoga online and meditation and Qigong all kind of at the same time. And I was like, yeah, I was also leaving a 25 year, very dogmatic experience with a, with a typical religious system, right? And I was trying to expand my horizons and grow my consciousness. So meditation and Qigong were as much a part of that as yoga. And um, so I started with online classes because I didn't want to go into a yoga class, Dr. Porter, and be the guy who's like, wait, down, down what? How, how did you do that? Wait, that's a eagle cross arm under what? Like, so I tried to learn some online to spare the embarrassment in front of others. And I finally went to a class. And when I did, I went to a, a Bikram 90 minute class and had a complete emotional breakthrough that transformed my life. I had a Kundalini awakening. 
Um, and from that, the desire to really pursue the more esoteric things that I had shut down for 25 years, staying in this dogmatic belief system became very important to me. And the interesting thing was that at that same time is when I met you the first time at the third annual Dave's third annual biohacking conference in Pasadena. And I got my trusty, you know, brain tap device. Right. And, and I was fascinated by it. You know, I did the demo, I was laying there and everything. And which if anyone's listening that hasn't either gotten the device or hasn't gone to a conference or gotten to really experience the device firsthand, please go and have a chance to check it out because it's a life-changing device. And thank you for creating it, Dr. Porter. But that was really it. Like I got to talk to you afterwards. And my favorite anecdote of that is, um, you know, we were talking about what would be some some of the better tracks to listen to and everything. And before we were saying bye, you said, oh, right. Hey, wait, listen, make sure you check out those gamma tracks because we actually used psilocybin frequencies in those. And I was like, cool, you know, how great is this? And that began my journey with BrainTap all the way through, as you shared earlier, when we were in Beverly Hills last year and, you know, we were chatting and, you know, the topic came up of needing more spiritually aligned things. And I was like, look, I've been doing this for friends for years. How about, could I, could I have the honor of possibly being able to contribute to BrainTap content? And you're like, let's do this. And, it, you know, here we are. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit. You, you said some words that uh, I'm familiar with. I, I studied with Yogi Bhajan for five years. So I've heard and he did Kundalini yoga. I haven't done the hot yoga. I'd like to do that at some point. But I unfortunately saw the video on Netflix about him. Uh, <laughs> I kind of changed it. But I think the yoga is really cool. It's a cool thing. You get the stretch. I know the heat helps with the stretching. But tell me, Absolutely. for the listener that doesn't understand the word kundalini, what is that? And, and why is that important when you had that response? Yeah. So kundalini is um, the, the belief that we have coiled energy that when um, it, it, it actually flows through us, through all seven of our chakras from you know, again, I'm trying to be sensitive to terms, right? So we've got one at the crown, which is at the top of our head, and that's our most direct contact with what we would believe to be the higher realms of spiritual awareness, your third eye for your intuition, which is your pineal gland between your eyebrows. Um, you've got your throat, which is your ability to communicate. And a lot of times if people are really blocked in their ability to represent their true authenticity, it's because they, their throat chakras really shut down because they were shamed or they were told that their voice didn't matter or something. And then your heart chakra, solar plexus, where a lot of your strength of identity is down into your sacral, which is right below your belly button. And that's a lot of your vitality. And then your root chakra at the perineum, um, that really is our grounding of energy. So you have three that are really more about you know, your, um, your natural being, your heart is in the middle, and then three that are extending up towards the higher realms of spiritual awareness, communication and intuition. And Kundalini, when we're born, that energy that is in our spine, um, it's, it's an, a pool of energy, it flows freely as a child. But as we grow older, it, it actually settles down more into the root chakra area. And then part of our life journey is to reawaken that energy transfer all the way through our seven chakras. And there's some people, you know, Dr. Porter, that are very dogmatic about it from a uh, life stage perspective, that if you do that too early, it can actually cause some significant challenges for you. 
for me, again, I was in my late forties or almost 50 and I was a little past how, when, when the optimal time to do this, I got to the game a little late. Right. But, um, uh, it's, it's the releasing of that energy that really allows you to have the most full experience of living possible. And as biohackers that we are, we're always striving for, Hey, what's the optimal experience that I can have in every area of my life. So from a yogic perspective, Kundalini is very important for that. Awesome. Now you created some sessions for us, which you said earlier, and I wanted to kind of break those down so that brain tap nation can understand why they want to go over there and listen to them and check them out and and find out what they're all about. And um, one, you, they're called yoga nidra. So I, some people might not know mm-hmm. what that means and why it's important to do yoga nidra. I know when I went to India, they said them and they actually prescribe yoga. The doctors do the MDs over there. And, and so it's a little different than what we do here in America. And, uh, they say the most important pose is the, the corpse pose, <laughs> you know, after you're done doing it, a lot yeah, of people exactly. jump up and, and they don't right. do anything. So tell me a little uh, bit about, uh, yoga nidra and what that means to the listener. I love that. I love what you just shared because, uh, you know, Shavasana or corpse pose, which you do at the end of practice to integrate the energy that you generated through practice is the most important part. Like, so it blows my mind. I'm always the last person to leave the class always. So the people who, as soon as the instructor, you know, you do your, you know, namaste, namaste. Thank you. Right. The people who just jump up and roll up their mats and walk out. I'm like, man, you're, this is the time to really continue allowing that energy to, to integrate and everything. And yoga nidra is, is a practice of, um, of energy awareness in the body, right? And so there's a, an axiom that where attention goes, energy flows. And this has to do with anything in life. So sadly, you can see the people who are very adamant about protesting things are actually usually only giving more energy and tension to the very thing that they're protesting. Whereas like someone said to mother Teresa once, Hey, will you go to this? We want you to go to this peace or this um, anti-war rally and, and endorse what our movement is doing. And she goes, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. But whenever there's a peace rally, you let me know. Right. And, and she, cause she knew like you, what you give attention to, you're going to empower. So, um, it's the same with yoga nidra. We go through a practice of starting, uh, first you set what's called a, a sankalpa, which is an intention for the practice. And it could be whatever your intention needs to be, but the, the track guides you through paying attention first to the top of your head and your forehead and then your nose and your cheeks and your eyes. And as you're doing that, you're con- you're thinking of energy flowing in that area so that by the time you complete the yoga nidra, you have allowed energy to basically be freed up to flow smoothly and easily through your body, which only enhances all of the um, activity in your nervous system and your muscular systems, every part of your being, you've now given energy and help free things up. So sometimes it leads right to falling asleep, Dr. Porter. <laughs> and, and sometimes it's actually prescribed for people with sleeping problems because um, there's different analytics on what the figure is. But a lot of people believe that one good 20 minute yoga nidra track, like we've got on 
you know, brain tap um, is the same as three to four hours of, of sleep and the restoration that it can bring energetically to your body. Yeah, and we know that resting period is where the neuroplasticity happens. So uh, neuroscience is kind of proving that out, that it's really important. When they just jump up, they the body just feels like, okay, they just had this stress response. When I was when I was in India, they were talking about the creation of yoga was to prepare you the mind for meditation. And then it's like you said, when people just jump up and they don't realize it, of course, the body gets some benefit, but it's really the nervous system is in the body, but 70% of it's in the brain. So you sit down, let that yoga need you kind of work through and really accept what's happening because it, you just spent whatever amount of time doing yoga, like you said, some 90 minute sessions that might be long for a lot of people, you know, they might do a 30 minute class or an hour class, and then they just jump up and, and leave. So you know, this is something that if you are doing yoga at the end, you can put on that yoga need your track, let it guide you. And, and because a lot of people don't know what to think about, right? They're, they have it, especially if you're first starting out with yoga, that's why it's so important to keep your mind focused so that that monkey mind doesn't take over and get you thinking about things that aren't appropriate. So we, we encoded these with the theta brainwave mainly because we wanted people to experience that deep kind of transcendent feeling. How do you think it added to what you do? Because obviously people are doing yoga nidra without brain tap, without neuro algorithms in there. But what do you think the benefit mm -hmm. is uh, partnering with brain tap to make these uh, more accessible to people? I'm really glad you asked because um, <clears throat> having like produced the music for it and everything else with it. I was super familiar with the track itself. So I listened to it um, uh, like just the way I, you know, I produced it without the, the theta track being added. And then I listened to it after, you know, like once it was encoded by BrainTap and then I experienced it with my trusty BrainTap headset, right? And if there was ever any proof on the, the, the effectiveness of the LEDs and everything and the whole process goes through with the device. I easily had the deepest experience using the BrainTap headset. Now, it, it's not that there's not benefit in just listening with headphones, especially like um, if you're gonna be falling asleep. So I still listen to Yoga Nidra to help me sleep better at times. And I have a an eye shade I got off of Amazon that has flat headphones and it's Bluetooth. And so I sleep on my side. There's some that people would be like, oh, we can just sleep on your back and use headphones. That doesn't work for me very well. But um, I'd encourage people that like, number one, use it with your brain tap device because it's going to just amplify everything to the next level. You know, two, if you're in brain tap nation, you don't have your device or you don't have one yet, uh, definitely use your headphones and get settled, get at rest. And you can have that theta binaural experience amplifying the benefits of it regardless. Yeah. And for those that don't even at sleep, you can listen to the session without even putting earphones on because we have isochronic tones. We embedded those in too. It's not going to be as effective mm -hmm. as using the headphones, but you can. some people just can't do it. So let's talk about the second track that you created because the number, there's a divine number you used, 108. I know there's 108 divine names. Yeah, 108. In, in India, they always talk mm -hmm. about 108 and, and chanting, and you picked chanting Om. So tell us a little bit about yeah. why you chose Om and why 108 times. Yeah, so um, when I got into yoga, uh, we were, um, <laughs> it was the, I think it was the summer solstice 
And a friend of mine who's a yoga instructor, she was like, hey, I'm going to do 108 sun salutations down at the park and uh, here in the, the Seattle area. And, you know, why, why don't you come? And there's going to be this group of us. And I was like, wow, okay, 108 sun salutations. That's that's a lot. <laughs> so I didn't, yeah, and, and I was like, well, why 108? And she said, well, 108 is, is a sacred number, not only in the Sanskrit Hindu aligned practices of yoga, but also in other cultures around the world, it shows up in different ways. But um, there, there's a, a divine nature to 108, like you said, 108 names that can be used in the Godhead and things like that. So just staying with that tradition that like, like in a mala, which is, you know, the beads that a lot of people pray through, there's 108 beads in the mala that you, you, so I, you know, I was just like, I just want to stay with that practice. Like a lot of chanting in Hindu, uh, you, if you do, you know, Om Namah Shivaya or whatever, they're going to have you do it 108 times. So yeah, I wanted to do 108 ohms and Om being, um, and I talk about this in the beginning of the track, but it is the the fundamental syllable of the universe, right? It's literally the vibration of the universe. And um, it's it's the opportunity for us to kind of, like you said, calm the monkey mind. And that's part of the purpose of mantra, right? Is that as you continue to just focus on the, uh, the repetition, it allows you to quiet your the, your brain activity and go into a deeper consciousness state so that was the intention i know the i know the rishis talk about uh there's a another mantra they say so hum which i've done a couple of those uh i didn't really talk about it as being spiritual practice but it's it is uh because the, the so hum when a baby they say that's the way a baby breathes they breathe in so they breathe out hum and when they get in the rhythm it sounds like om and uh, oh, that's been, interesting. And so babies actually, when they're in a deep sleep, they're chanting Om. And that's uh, wow, love that. Know, so when when we have uh, when we're dysregulated, you know, I I actually have a track. It's 108 names. Uh, it's 108 times of the Gayatri Mantra, and that's what I sleep to, whether I'm on the road or at home. Oh, wow. Um, I okay. Mean, if I, if I, she doesn't know how to run. <laughs> equipment at home and it usually just runs 24 7 so it's always going because they they have a, a the practice is once you learn the guy at your mantra if you say it three times in the morning three times at night it wipes out your karma for the day and i figured i need all wow. the help yeah <laughs> so, i need so, that <laughs> yeah so so it's, it's a pretty cool practice. <laughs> and, uh, jim hertak wrote the book keys of enoch and he talks about the 108 divine names that are found in all religions in their uh there's a whole bunch of them, and he he's done a lot of different mantra tracks uh, that I'm trying to. I know him personally, but I can't seem to get a hold of him because I I want to get his mantras because he's got like Leiway China, all the like the Jewish, um, you know, the Merkava kind of words at, at uh -huh. light body, which is um, really cool. So we oh, talked. Yeah. About, you you did another meditation journey, the the third one, and hopefully you're going to do more because you know as as we get more variety it's better the one that's the sky and energetic heavens and uh heavens, tell us a little yeah. bit about this journey yeah so um i went to machu picchu actually with the same yoga instructor who had said hey i'm doing 108 sun salutations uh she's led a couple there's there's we just have this little yoga family right and um so we've been to costa rica together and machu picchu we did the inca trail 
And when we were on the Inca Trail, the guides that we had were these indigenous, genuine Peruvian medicine shamans, right? Medicine men. And they were amazing. And we were, by the time, with the fourth day when we made it to Machu Picchu, off, you know, over the Inca Trail, um, which was absolutely one of the best experiences of my entire life. Um, the the one gentleman, Valerio, pulled me aside and he said, Ray, like, look at this wall and can you see how there's, like, it was barely visible, but, you know, here is the serpent here and here is the puma and the condor. And he's like, they're carved in there because they're the foundation of our um, belief system around the nature of the universe. And for someone to be truly functioning in the fullness of their being, you have to understand like the serpent, that which is the wisdom of what is below the surface of the earth. So to them, they don't, they don't have the, the Christian, you know, Satan was a snake problem, right? So they don't, they don't look at a serpent as like an evil, you know, demagogue kind of thing. Um, so to them, the wisdom of what's under the earth has to do with grounded energy, you know, and, and the beauty of Gaia, you know, our earth and, and everything. And then the puma represents the wisdom of the surface of the earth. And I, and I asked him like, well, why a, a puma? And he said, well, puma mothers are regarded as the, the finest example of feminine motherhood that we have in our land. And so that the love and the understanding of emotion is like the center tier. This goes right to the chakras again, root chakra, heart chakra. And then he said that the condor represents that which is intuition and the celestial heavens. And that's the wisdom of higher knowledge and higher learning and higher understanding. So to be a truly, again, a truly well person, you have to be grounded, you have to have heart emotion, but you also need to understand the mysteries of, of the universe. And so I then as I started learning more about shamanic practices, I started making drums. So I make these shamanic drums, Dr. Porter, there's actually one back there on the wall, but um, and a big ones, even out of like half a wine barrel, but I make rattles and things. And I found that the drumming aspect of meditation, there's a reason indigenous cultures have been doing this forever. And it was, you know, so that was, that was a really wonderful thing that he shared with me. And I wanted to do three for brain tap the, you know, so I did the, the inner earth journey, um, which is personally my favorite. I love that one a lot, but also then the energetic, you know, heavens. And it's the same thing. You, you, you're on a trail. I take you through a hypnotic induction. I'm a certified hypnotherapist. So it's, it's, you don't, you know, it, all of brain tap is getting into a relaxed state to get you out of your front conscious mind. Right. So, um, you know, we get through that, you launch from a tree into the celestial heavens and while you're there, you have a deep, energetic, transformational experience for a little while. And then it's time to come back down. You know, you go back through the tree. And, and if you're going into the earth and the inner earth journey, it's the opposite. You go to the tree, you go through the root system, you go through the strata, you get to the center of the earth. And that exact point where the distance of the surface of the earth is equal, equidistant from your heart you're in your most grounded possible state, right? And then you get to go back up and you take that grounding, beautiful energy with you, so. Right, that's awesome. Well, they can find you on BrainTap for sure. They can listen to the sessions you created. We encoded for BrainTap, but tell us a little bit about what's on the horizon for Ray. What can we look forward to learning about you and, and how can people get a hold of you or get in touch with you? 
Yeah, thanks, Dr. Porter. I've um I was I've been in the, the technology industry for a long time and including 16 years with a global technical leader. Um and uh, I wanted to start doing more to really help people. And our conversations at the conferences it just seemed like a fantastic opportunity to convert this hobby into something more meaningful and financially viable over time. So um I ended up going through a, a life coaching certification, but even more importantly, that led to getting a certification as a hypnotherapist. And so if anyone wants to visit thriving247, thriving247.com, just T-H-R-I-V-I-N-G-247.com, um, they can contact me through there. That's the best way. But the main thing that I do, Dr. Porter, now is work with a client identify their issues. If they want to do a hypnotherapy session, we do that, but I create a custom musical meditation track for them. And then we, we either create a meditation journey from that or an intention track and they, they can choose how that works out. But this is the interesting thing that two things, one, um, I give them the option of recording the intentions that we come up with, usually like 10 statements. So we work on that together, recording that in their own voice. There's it's, it's kind of proven that if you hear yourself telling you something, usually it carries more weight than if it's someone else, except I had a PhD tell me this, and I'd love your thoughts on this too, that there's some people, especially if they have self-worth issues, they don't like to hear the sound of their own voice because they don't believe it. Like subconsciously, they're literally going, oh, you're not really getting, you know, every day in every way, your life's not getting better, better and better, right? Like all the things I've heard you say 100, 200 times when my own brain tapping, right? You know, um, so there's, so the PhD was like, no, they're, they're, give them the option. Like don't always record in their voice. Like, and there have been people who've said, now, Ray, I love your voice. I would much rather hear you telling me that my intention and intuition is expanding and growing daily. So that's what I do is these customized meditation and intention tracks for people along with hypnotherapy. And I'd be happy. Yeah. If anybody would like one of their own, what would be utterly fantastic would be one day if like we could have brain tap be individualized so that we could take something like that, do all the encoding, you know, with the isochronics and the binaurals and everything that you do and then allow them to have that own session through brain tapping. I mean, maybe that's something we could talk about sometime. Yeah, we are working on that, actually. I wrote a book called The Power of Your Voice. You can buy it on Amazon mm. for $200. They're just making copies of it. The, uh, they, uh, this, it's so old that it talks about cassettes. So it was sold mostly in the UK. And uh, when I stopped uh, producing the book, I guess they just decided to... They say it's $200, but we used to sell it for $19. You know, it's one of those, but it tells you what equipment you need, how you do it. But we're working on an app Oh wow! that uh, will allow people to use my scripts or create their own or teach them how to use, a, uh, you know, how to make a positive affirmation, you know, and put them in there. And then even mm -hmm. add the dual voice portion of what we're doing. Uh, right. They can put their own voice. If they just want to hear my voice down the main track and then use the dual voice or choose one of the others, then we can still pay the author and they can put their voice in there. Because I, I do I do believe that even if they don't believe it, it's bypassing that critical factor. They don't have to trans they don't have to translate it. And, you know, the mm. you, some people do need to do some work. So uh, 
you know, when I'm working with high performance people like athletes, I always have them record their own because they're going to bleed themselves more than they're going to bleed me. Uh, but I, yeah. I'm a firm believer. If we can get people talking to themselves better, it's going to be a lot better for them. And if they're listening to me, they got to filter it out. And even though a lot of people like my voice, you know, we have women's voices too and everything like that. So, you know, you usually don't have as much resistance to yourself. And if you don't like your voice, you need to, you need to do it. You know, one of the mm. things that happened with me when I was a young, young man, I don't know how old I was, 13 or 14, I asked my dad to buy me a cassette recorder that wakes you up in the morning. It was an alarm clock. You could put your, and you were supposed to put your music in it. But what I did was he would help me every month. We'd do another affirmation tape. And that was my alarm in the morning. So I'd lay in bed for 20 minutes listening to my affirmations. And oh, wow. as I knew silver, awesome. I, would, I would go to level. And I think that really had a profound impact on me. So I think people should start recording their own voice and you know so they can go over to thriving at thriving 247 247.com yeah thriving 247.com mm-hmm. so we'll make sure that's yeah. in the notes of this podcast if you want Thank to you. learn more yeah. about ray and and maybe get a session with ray that'd be awesome and then uh eventually we will have that that program because that's one of the main things and we do a lot with with my old franchise we used to teach the uh the therapist to record their voice for each as a practitioner for each client, but you had like a little mini studio in every room. We want to do it where it's an app and you can choose, you can select what do you want to accomplish as far as what brainwave uh, you can, we're going to put scripts in there that people can read or they can write their own. They can upload their own script. Or if it's a professional like yourself, you just bring up your app. You do it and then the person has a brain tap account. You just push it right to their account and now they can use it with wow. So we're, we're, we're working at awesome. that. And, uh, <laughs> I'm glad you're on board with that. Cause I, I do believe that eventually Jeez. people need to, you know, they'll wake up to their own consciousness much faster by hearing their own voice. Mm. Wow. I, I had no idea that you were doing that and that is outstanding. So yeah. Um, you know, what it reminds me of Dr. Porter is uh, Kevin Smith, who did all the like Jay and silent Bob movies and, you know, stuff like um, he Prince wanted him to do a documentary on him, right, or something. And he tells a story about how Michael Jackson used to be um, really concerned that he would wake up in the middle of the night and be like, you know, we we got to go, like whatever kind of crazy idea he had. He would like, we've got to go make this happen because if I don't make it happen, Prince is going to get it because he had this idea that like there's the collective consciousness, right, and that something gets introduced so here we are working on a very similar thing because the universe decided hey this is something we need to do to really help you know raise the consciousness of people that we want to affect for the good of this world and uh i had no idea but wow that's that's awesome yeah all right well is there anything that you want to share that we haven't talked about as we wrap up this uh edition of the brain brain tap business journal no just you know my my oh my battery's running low um my just my gratitude, Dr. Porter, for everything that you're doing personally. Um, how and, and for anyone again that hasn't really done a deep dive into brain tap, whether you have the device or not, it's only going to help your life get better. So thank you for everything you've done and thank you again for the opportunity to get to share today. Yeah, and I hope to continue great. to do more with you. Yeah, yeah. I'd love, love to have you do more and, and open this up because we don't we don't have a lot in this area and we're getting ready to open up India. So, uh, mm. oh, wow. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So, uh, we're going to open uh, it up totally. in a very big way. We have a, a very big company that, uh, we're, 
this year I got um, with the group from Ames Bhopal with, we did uh, three, three published papers on pranayama yoga and we showed how it balances the hemispheres just like brain tap. But we wanted to show how ancient, how they did it in ancient times and then how we do it in modern times. And it was pretty cool. He, we, as a team and I was listed, I only consulted with them, but uh, we got the research of the year in India and that was all the buzz. They oh, wow. These papers. Oh, geez, that's great. So yeah. uh, to, wow. to think- Congratulations. That, yeah, that India would give us the award using a technology, <laughs> you know, so yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, big things happening. Awesome. So they they love this, of course, what, what you're doing and things of that nature. So love it. And we're gonna keep promoting what you got going on. So if you're in brain, if you're in BrainTap or if you're not, if you're not head over to BrainTap.com, download the free app or go to uh, thriving247.com. There'll be a link there where you can learn about BrainTap and then Ray can yep. show you what he's doing and get, get involved with his sessions, use them, they're awesome. You know, and it's important that if you're in the BrainTap world that you listen to new and different things all the time. We need to get that neuroplasticity going. Even though you might find your five or six you really love, every week you should go out and find just different people. And, and if you don't like them, that's fine, but your brain needs to be challenged and hear different things to learn, grow, and develop. So again, Ray, thanks for being part of BrainTap Nation. Thanks for adding your genius to the platform. And we look forward to getting more sessions from you and, and helping you build a, a following within BrainTap. So thank you. Thank you, Dr. Porter. Much appreciated, sir. Have a great day. All right. So those of you that are listening, this is BrainTap Nation. And if you have a family member, a friend, a coworker that you know has been trying to do yoga, meditation, Tai Chi, like Ray was saying, this could be a great compliment to what you're doing. So share this message with them, this podcast, like and share it. Let's get it out to the world. There's a lot of ways to get to that destination of peace and tranquility. And that opens up our mind and body for bigger things, bigger and better things that we can experience in the world. So Look forward to the next BrainTap uh, podcast, but please share this and let's keep bettering a billion brains. And thank you for, for listening. Let's share it with the world. See you next time. Bye.